The Great Minnesota Outdoors. Brian Thacker discovers pristine waters and phenomenal hiking in the land of 10,000 lakes. This is one of the journey narratives brought to you in paid partnership with Explore Minnesota. I crawled out of my sleeping bag into the crisp morning air, awoken by nature's alarm clock as adolescent loons wailed in the distance. As the mist lifted off the lake, the sun's rays crept across the water, creating shimmering diamonds in the ripples. When the loons took a break, there was perfect silence. Even our voices seemed out of place here, as my friend and I quietly fired up our camp stove to make coffee. We are camped on a small island in the middle of Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness in northern Minnesota, not far from the Canadian border. We are in the middle of 1,200 miles of completely untouched, bewitchingly beautiful lakes, rivers and streams, all only accessible by canoe. It's also probably the most pristine wilderness area in the United States. And the reason it's so pristine and blissfully quiet, motorized boats are not permitted, and there are no buildings, roads, electricity or souvenir shops. Planes aren't even allowed to fly over the area. Even though it was late summer, by mid-morning the sun was bright and warm. With the wind at our back, we passed a family of turtles sunning themselves on scattered logs. These turtles' ancestors would have been swimming in these same lakes over 12,000 years ago, sharing this land with woolly mammoths, saber-toothed cats, and 500-pound beavers. The land feels so ancient that I wouldn't be surprised to stumble across one of these primitive creatures. The turtles and loons are the only living things we see that morning. In fact, you are more likely to spot one of the 50 species of critters, including wolves, black bears, bobcats, otters, bald eagles and loons, than you are another human. We paddle for most of the morning in silence. Disconnecting from the world is getting harder and harder, but here it's easy, although you don't have much choice because in many parts there is no mobile service. As you navigate your way through this seemingly endless chain of waterways, you can't help but feel a sense of calm. If lakes and water do that for you, then Minnesota is the place to be. Their license plates read Land of 10,000 Lakes, even though they have undersold themselves somewhat. There are actually 11,842. In the summer, the locals flock to their lakeside cabins to swim, kayak, canoe, paddleboard, and water ski, which, not surprisingly with all these lakes, was invented in Minnesota. A couple of hours west is Voyagers National Park, where you can stay on the water. Many visitors opt to rent houseboats to cruise through this floating landscape of glacially carved lakes, fringed with thick boreal forests. Time it for autumn, and not only do you get to see trees exploding in brilliant shades of red and gold, but you might also catch Wawate, or better known as the Northern Lights, as they twirl like green and yellow ribbons across the night sky. Minnesota also has one very big lake. Lake Superior is the most expansive body of fresh water by area in the world, and, as you stand on the shore, the lake disappears into the horizon and feels more like the ocean. Tracing along the rocky ridgeline of the lake, all the way from Wisconsin to the border of Canada is the 300-mile Superior Hiking Trail. I feel more like an inferior hiker, 
as I trek only a few miles of the track, but even on my abbreviated hike, the vistas are plentiful and rewarding. Rushing rivers, deep gorges, crystal clear lakes, rocky outcrops, waterfalls and frequent overlooks of Lake Superior. The sound changed too, from a quiet woodland frum, to thundering waterfalls, to the gentle crashing of waves against the time-worn rocks flanking the lake below. While I hike, playing squirrels cavorted in the trees, and a doe of her perfectly Bambi-esque fawn eye me before dancing off into the forest. Stopping at a bluff, I look up to see a bold eagle soaring high above me. I did also get to see a bold eagle up close, but that was while I was driving back to my lodge. The giant bird stood on the side of the road, gleefully tearing up some roadkill. The shores of Lake Superior are dotted with cabins and historic lodges. Some are positioned just a few steps away from the water. At night, the crashing waves sounded like they were lapping up against the foot of my bed. Others, such as the charming 1930s-style Cascade Lodge, boast access to the Superior hiking trail just a few hundred meters from your room. Nature and outdoor pursuits are never far away in Minnesota. In the state's largest city, or two cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul, you can circumnavigate the city on a bike on the Grand Rounds Scenic Byway, a 51-mile off-street urban loop that sweeps its way through parks, hugs lakes, and edges past the shores of the Mississippi River. I tackled the route with some local friends, who also know all the great places to refuel along the way. Our urban adventure comes of clam fries at Sea Salt Restaurant overlooking Minnehaha Falls, and a pragmatic pills at Prize Brewing on the banks of the Mississippi River. Highlights abound as our first leg cruises along the chain of lakes. We are joined by throngs of locals cycling, running, roller skiing, which are cross-country skis on wheels, and rollerblading, which was also invented in Minnesota. The Grand Round Scenic Byway is not a race, and we take our time to take in the multitude of sights along the way, from the trendy North Loop converted warehouses to winding paths through Theodore Worth Park, the city's largest park. We end our urban biking adventure sitting on a wide sandy beach at Lake Nokomis. On this warm summer's day, the lake is awash with active locals out on the water. In Minnesota, adventurous pursuits are just a way of life. Find out more at exploreminnesota.com.